Welcome to the Real Estate in Michigan Audio Experience Podcast with your host and local real estate professional, Andrew McManaman. So you're looking to purchase a home and heard through the grapevine that you had to get pre-approved for a mortgage to see how much house you could afford. You briefly chat on the phone with a lender or fill out a questionnaire on the internet saying you could afford a $300,000 home based on giving them your contact information, telling them approximately what your credit score was and your income. You put an offer on the perfect home, then you dive deeper into your finances to realize you can only afford half that. You're confused, irritated, and sad you just missed out on the perfect home. For a moment, let's just rewind and see where the situation went wrong. As I mentioned, we're going to go over the importance of getting pre-approved for a mortgage. Obviously, from my little scenario, it was a disaster from start to finish. I mentioned that scenario because, believe it or not, it happens all the time. I don't say these things to make fun of or hurt anyone's feelings of anyone who went through a similar scenario because how could you know any better? I wouldn't if I wasn't in real estate. To educate people and to help them avoid these situations before they face them. A lot of people think that getting pre-approved for a mortgage is simply filling out a questionnaire provided by a big box lending service, getting an awesome budget, and just like that, you are on your merry way to the home of your dreams. That is a little far from reality though. To get pre-approved for a mortgage, you need to provide the following pieces of information to a professionally licensed mortgage representative. W-2s, personal and business tax returns from the past two years, bank statements, pay stubs showing 30 plus days of income. They will also run a credit check as well. If you're self-employed like I am, you will provide any profit loss statements, 1099 forms, and tax returns. A lender is going to look at every detail when it comes to your finances, so be prepared to answer any questions they might ask pertaining to, let's just say, car payments, credit card bills, school loans, etc. But before you just start throwing all your personal information at a mortgage lender, do your research on the person or place you're thinking of getting your mortgage through to ensure they have your best interests in mind. If you have a real estate professional on speed dial, they have a lot of mortgage lenders they can refer you out to, but you might be sitting there thinking, why would I go to a realtor so they can get a referral fee to push me toward a lender that might not even care about my personal situation? First off, that is illegal under RESPA for anybody to pay or receive a fee for someone to refer settlement service to a person or organization. Real estate professionals work with their favorite mortgage lenders because the relationship that they built makes the process go much smoother. Communication is key when getting a real estate transaction from start to close, so having a lender involve you and the real estate professional trust and actually communicates well is crucial. Just to add a little context to the scenario that I mentioned earlier, you wouldn't just put an offer in on a home based on your makeshift pre-approval, because in most, if not all offers, you'll submit a pre-approval letter provided by a lender which states the amount of money you can afford for a home. This lets the seller and the listing agent know you're qualified to get financing to purchase that home. I know this may come off as common knowledge to some or even most, but for those of you that don't know the process of getting pre-approved or how to, please don't hesitate to reach out.
Thank you, as always, for listening to my podcast. If you would, follow, subscribe, and leave a five-star review on the platform you listen to this on. I would greatly appreciate it. Stay tuned for the next episode.